What's up guys, it is Dave, it's Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Italian progressive metal extremists, Destrage. The band's new album, So Much, Too Much, will be released on September 16th via Century Media and 3 Dot Recordings. So, um... Album number six from Italy's Destrage, uh, which follows up the uh, the chosen one from 2019. Uh, this album was produced by Matteo Tabacco and then mixed by Will Putney. Um, Destrage have consistently redefined extreme, following Urban Being in 2007 and The King is Fat and Old in 2010. <laughs> they made waves. Internationally, with Are You Kidding Me? No, in 2014. Among many standouts, uh, Puriana eclipsed 1.2 million Spotify streams. Following A Means to No End in 2016, they reached new critical heights on The Chosen One in 2019. Uh, so much too much came to life in a dark moment, affirms Matteo. Uh, when the pandemic started, we didn't feel like writing. If you're stuck in between four walls, there isn't too much inspiration. What's going to go on the album if you can't live any experiences? We waited so long until it finally felt right. At that point, we wanted to make music again. We don't really compromise, explains Matteo. We have fun doing this, but we always give it our all. There are no boundaries. There's no shape we conform to. It's just extreme. Okay, so um, we've kind of been chatting about this one for a wee while. Um, we, uh, it feels like months now. It does, it does I don't feel think like it has been months. I think that first single... <laughs> Dropped what maybe just under two months ago. Mm. I maybe I may be talking bullshit, but it doesn't feel like it was one of those ones where it came out of left field. Did not know they had anything coming out. Mm. Was very surprised to see them involved. Eh, surprised and maybe not surprised at the same time to see them involved with the, the, the kind of label arm of Periphery. Um, mm. But curious as to. What they would sound like. I'd kind of dropped off the radar with these guys. We um, we come across them in 2014. Yeah. And I adored that album. And I remember checking out the album that came afterwards. And I don't know if the... It just wasn't as special. It just didn't grab me the same way. Mm. Um, and I hadn't heard the previous album, but went back. Right. And like, uncharacteristically <laughs> myself, went back and checked out that previous album. And the elements are there. Hmm. But something missing, something yeah. missing for me, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it was the fun. Okay. Um, it wasn't as fun an album. I don't know technically, like incredible, but it, there was just something missing. Mm -hmm. Something missing, Dave. Yeah. Um, and we'll find out if it's back. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we um we all checked out um Italian Boy. We did a little reaction video to that. Um, and that kind of got us kind of more kind of pumped up for uh, for this new album. Um, this was, I think, you actually even mentioned this being like one of your um, kind of remaining anticipated albums yep. of uh, 2022 as well. Yeah. Um, I was also looking forward to it. Um, I was a big fan of Are You Kidding Me? No. Um, I think it's a, it's a really well balanced album. Um, yep. You know, it's got the it's got the, the technicality, it's got the style, it's got the hooks. They they really nailed it on that release. Um, so yeah, I was excited to hear what they would be doing on this album. Um, what, how did you go on with this? What did you what did you make of uh, of the the full album? 
I think this holds together really, really, really well. Um, I, I was not surprised. Once again, never surprised. <clears throat> On paper, these guys deliver <laughs> so much, too much. Um, <laughs> they, they, they really do. I think that there is no kind of boundary to how they approach their music, no. but at the same time, that can be a hindrance when it comes to listening to an album. I We've talked about bands before who are technically and stylistically proficient to the point where nothing's off the table. Mm. But the, the kind of counterbalance to that is that that can sometimes mean that albums themselves feel like a mixed bag. Yeah. And with Destridge, you never quite know what you're going to get. Certainly from what we'd heard... Um, the, the humour is definitely there just in the song titles, but from what we'd heard from Everything Sucks and I'm a big part of it, um, that was he like, catchy, but, like, full-on fucking assault in the senses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, triple picking that would make, like, Fear Factory jealous. Um, just, like, a very, very, very tight number, and it just felt so much more kind of heavy and in-your-face that I, I just expected at that time an album of just kind of very, very, very technical, very aggressive, very forthright music. Mm. And then we heard Italian Boy, and I was like, well, this is the, this is the other side of the coin. Yeah. Um, still super technically proficient, but by God, have they, they nailed the humour that I kind of expect from them, because they, they do have a very tongue-in-cheek humour. But, like, massive hooky choruses. And that's not to say that Everything Sucks didn't have, like, a hooky chorus. It did. But this just, like, pissed all over it. And then Private Party was the third and final single released before this came out. And it, like, kind of is... It's the hooky-hooky song. So, mm. like, it's the one that strips out a lot of, a lot of those supremely technically proficient riffing and uh, and kind of eccentricities in, in, in the musicality for something a bit more laid-back musically. Once again, when I say laid-back, I don't mean like it's a ballad. It isn't. Yeah. But you're just not getting assaulted with blast beats and, you know, virtuoso guitar sweeps. Mm. None of that's there. So, of those three songs, I didn't know what I was going to get. Yeah. And then you listen to the album and you get everything. They really, really do pack an album that crashes those huge, monolithic, you know, imposing slabs of technical prog metal. And on the other side... Tracks that are as close to ballad as you're mm. going to get from these guys, like really stripped back. Throw into the mix the fact that they have a cover of a Stone Temple Pilot song in here, which totally caught me off guard. Um, Vaseline is a track that, you know, is is one of the bigger Stone Temple Pilot songs. Is very I've heard about a million rock bands cover this song. And the sad thing is, every rock band that covers it just sounds like Stone Temple Pilots, mm-hmm. which is fine if you want to sound like Stone Temple Pilots. But their cover of it is kind of awesome. You know, you still get that. I mean, they don't deviate too much from the original, nor do they have to. But this certainly is Death Rage covering a song as opposed to someone trying to sound like Stone Temple Pilots, a weird choice as well because that band sounds fuck all like this album. Yeah. So as, as a kind of strange track that they put in any weird place as well, it's not like a closing track, here's the cover, mm. you know, it lands in just before we start to kind of play around with, with kind of softer tones 
towards the end of the yeah. album. But let, let, let's let's kind of start where we want to start, which is this start. Um, a commercial break lasts forever, hits you like a fucking steamroller. It comes full out the the gates, hammers, and delivers like like a, a kind of almost a mission statement for intensity, brutality, precision. And when it finished, I was just like, here we, here we go. Because I knew what the next track sounded like. Mm-hmm. And you just go straight into those, and you're getting, what the fuck? So tight. Mm. I mean, I can't stress this, like, like machine tight. And I was like, right, I know that things lighten up. So where, what we're doing, where we're going, how's this going to go? Um, but, it's, you know, it's an incredible track. And anyone that's checked out the singles will know that. Then you get Venice's Sunk, which really is kind of like a jazzy, fusiony, something else sort of track containing a blistering bass solo. I mean, the bass solo in this track is fucking jaw-dropping. Yeah. Like, I've, I mentioned it in passing in other reviews, and I, I, I kind of mention it jokingly, but I also mean it kind of seriously, that I don't know when the benchmark for just a band can have exceptional musicians throughout just became a thing. Yeah. Um, and I always knew they were of that high quality. I always pay full attention to what the bassist is doing, uh, but this track, like, sits you down. It gives you a warm glass of milk. It tells you to shut the fuck up, and then and then hits you with that bass. It's fucking incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, Italian boy, I've spoken about enough. You can go and see his react. It's a fucking great song. It's like like high water mark of the album. Private party kicks in once again. It's out there as a single. You can go and check it out. Still not entirely sure what Tevin Townsend is doing on it. If it's oozing as in the background, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, they could do that themselves. They do it on other songs. So it's, a, it's the one element that's not on the other songs. So I'm assuming it's, it's something to do. It sounds quite Devon Townsend. That it's just parts. a weird thing to do, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Let, let's get world-renowned fucking musician and metaler Devon Townsend to come in and una. Um, okay, uh, you get. Sometimes I forget what I was about to, and then it's a joke. Um, you get that track, and it's 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 like a filler track, really. It's kind of setting up the musicality of an imposter, mm. which is the next song, which once again is just them flexing like fuck. Um, as opposed to the bass solo on Venice's sunk, you get a like maybe one of my favourite guitar solos I've heard in ages in this track, and it comes out of nowhere. Mm. Like the track is like hitting you with sections of melody and then these sections are really aggressive shit and then huge blistering 80s guitar solo out of nowhere it's fucking immaculate sounds great um is it still today takes a different tact again it kind of goes for more of a soundscape then you get vaseline which i mean it's a cover i I like it's weird but it's there uh ramashi's the next track it uh, once again is kind of setting up the stage for unisex unibrow, which, I mean, these guys just deserve fucking accolades just for the memes, which is once again a really unorthodox, really, I was going to say unpleasant, it's funny hmm. lyrically, but it's dark musically. Yeah. So these two things kind of butt off against each other. And then it comes to the end with uh, Everything Sucks Less, which is this really kind of upbeat closer. Which once again shows the band flurrying through different styles and different techniques and, and kind of is, is a nice way to close out the album. And if you take that the start of the album kicks off 
with just full-on aggression, it kind of is nice to bookend something on a, a kind of quieter note. You know, it brings it all in. Mm. I think the only negative I have about this album, the only negative I have about this album, is that I feel it's front-loaded with the heaviness. Kind of similar to... Um, it's, uh, I always get the band's name wrong. It's not in waves, it's with, within waves. Without, without waves. <laughs> without waves. Without waves, within waves, without waves, in waves, yeah. out waves, uh, sound waves, no waves. Um, <laughs> that, you know, like when you hear Comedian, that is an album that is kind of the same. It's mm-hmm. front-loaded with intensity, and then the back half of the album is like, well, let's, let's paint pictures, let's, let's, let's delve into the melody. Yeah. And this kind of does a lot of the same. Uh, you know, it hits you with, with all the kind of technical brutality and metal chops that you are kind of expecting from a Death Rage album at the front. And then it makes a conscious point after about track seven to start really fleshing things out. So at that point, the choice of a cover song is confusing to me mm-hmm. because that cover song is not in keeping with the tone of the rest of the album. And it does kind of stick out like a sore thumb, even though, like I said before, it's clearly Death Rage putting their own stamp on it. Yeah. It kind of feels, you know, it feels like the track that maybe shouldn't be there. Mm. That being said, though, it's it's got everything that I wanted from the album. Mm. Like, everything I wanted from the band on full display here, I don't think they've ever sounded as technically proficient as they do on this. Mm-hmm. I think their heaviest moments on this album, as cliche as this is going to sound, is some of the heaviest shit they've ever recorded. Their melody on this album is some of the most catchy and infectious melody they've ever fucking written. And it all hangs together really well for me in a way where, like, by track four... I was going right. We've like done everything. Like we've literally run the gambit of every every genre, every style. Like where where we're going now, and somehow they managed to continue to keep the album interesting and kind of unorthodox. The repeat value on the listens are where I really settled into it. The first listen really was just a kind of an assault on the senses. By listen number four, I was kind of finding myself enjoying the back half mm-hmm. as much as the first half uh, more which I think is a testament to repeat listens because yeah. that first first half of the album hits so fucking strong yeah. that kind of feels like they take their foot off the pedal a little bit in the back half and then by the time you're on listen four listen five I, I was really actually appreciating that back half because musically it's just as interesting as the front half it's just mm. not hitting you with the same amount of aggression. Mm. Like the, the the musicality and the composition is like fucking top notch. So yeah, I think I, I mean I'm over the moon with this album. I think it, it delivered kind of what I wanted. Is it as good as their 2014 like high water mark? I would say yes. I think it's a different sort of beast, mm. and you can hear musically how they've travelled. Um, I don't think it's is as well constructed as that album because to me that is their best album mm-hmm. um, but this one's a very 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 close second I mean we're talking integers behind it and I'm kind of hoping kind of hoping with a you know a bit of the periphery push and all the rest and some of the catchiness that's on this album some of the quirk as well it's going to open them up to a wider audience because I think they've listen these guys have fucking done their time you know, mm. I mean, yeah. they've, they've, they've done it. 
And I think they're on the precipice of something kind of huge. So yeah, I, I thought this was a really fucking good album. I'm curious to find out what you thought, because it was about two or three times to listen to this album like that. Dave is either going to really like this, or Dave is not. And then when Vaseline kicked in, I was like, I don't even think Dave likes Stone Temple Pilots, so this could be super fun. So uh, how did you get on with So Much Too Much? Hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, I agree with what the, what the guys have said. Like this, this feels like the boundaries are being pushed yep. a little bit further once again, um, even more so than the, the previous album, the chosen one. Um, but like, if you've heard any of the singles, like you said, that they're, they're all very different from each other. Um, some of the singles I preferred, you know, over the others. But I was, I was the same. I was kind of interested to hear how this was all going to kind of hang together on an album. Um, I agree with you. I think musically and technically, this is like unbelievable. Um, I think if you're like a, a fan that enjoys hearing bands like at the top of their game musically, then Destrage are definitely a band to check out. Um, this is, as we've said in the, the reaction stuff, this is, you know, very sixth-esque in the guitar, um, even some of the kind of vocal quality as well. Uh, but I also felt it had a bit of a kind of without waves type kind of technical heaviness to it as well at times. Um, just, yeah, very high level playing. Um, That'll make you like crack a smile on a number of occasions just throughout the album, just because of how ridiculously good it is. Um, I agree with you that the bass playing is just unbelievable, just very creative, uh, very virtuoso feel to yeah. it. Um, that Venice has sunk, you know, is just like the, the slapping and the popping is just wow, like the, the bass runs are unbelievable. And weirdly, I had a look at the, the press release, it doesn't actually mention who the bassist is. Um, the other four members are listed, but not who's playing bass. So I, I don't know. I, I like I said before, it, like the bass is not an instrument I am ever a genuine. And no offense to whoever the bass is for Death Rage is, and if you've changed once again, no offense. I can't ever remember really focusing on what the bass did on any previous album. Yeah, I knew it was like I knew it was following the guitars, and the guitars were fucking exceptional. So the bass play <laughs> yeah. must be exceptional. Yeah, but it really does stand out on this album. It does yeah, like, absolutely. musically it really stands out as being different to the rest. So mm. I wonder if there is maybe a maybe a session musician that's Could be. lent their chops in or something Could be. um yeah when, when i think when this album is good i think it's really good um i think song wise there are clear highlights on this album i i picked about five or six tracks um that i felt were kind of real kind of standout moments um venice has sunk as i mentioned italian boy private party um, an imposter, um, Vaseline, and Unisex Unibrow. I think they, those tracks all really kind of deliver the goods for me. I think there, there's, there's a quirkiness there, but it's not too much that it feels like comical. Um, there's a lot of good hooks, uh, either in the vocals, you know, in a chorus, or a riff that really stands out for being like obnoxiously heavy, like on Italian Boy. Um, and I think when those tracks hit, I felt like this is really cooking the gas. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, even though like I find this is a very very technically impressive. I kind of feel like some of the tracks are lacking a little bit of substance for me. Um, I find that they kind of whiz past with like the riffs and the, the complex drum patterns and you know, it's all that bass playing that's coming out of the Yazoo, but I felt like they were kind of missing a, a key component to make them mm. memorable. Um, and that, that was my kind of first issue with this album. I felt there were too many forgettable tracks really on the album. Um, and I think, like, because the, the musicianship is so good, it, it almost kind of initially it kind of lured me away from the kind of the, the flaws of the album. Like, I kind of just didn't even really notice it at first. Um, but the more I kind of listened to it, I was like, 
yeah, the playing is flawless, but I don't, you know, it doesn't automatically make um, a really great song. You know, I mean, mm. I think while these songs have the the bonkers riffs and the demented vocals and um, all that that kind of stuff, um, I think uh, it, they, they kind of lack some of the fundamentals. Um, and, and maybe maybe you know that's what they're going for. All these tracks, they don't have like a reoccurring hook or a structure mm. that like over overly repeats. Um, some of them do, but the, the tracks that were a bit more kind of overflowing with with ideas and didn't focus on a particular hook were a bit of a kind of swing and miss for me. Um, but that every, everything sucks. Now a big part of it was one of those. For example, like I think it's got the the techie choppy riffs and the glitchy electronics, but it's like it's almost four and a half minutes, and it, the chorus only happens once. Yeah, and right in the middle of the track, and and that is it. And, and it's, a, it's cool a great chorus, chorus as well. It's that's great, a, yeah. that's a, that's, a, that's a kind of frustrating thing about hearing a. It's a frustrating thing about hearing a great chorus yeah. from a band that's like that. No, it's like that's not the bit we're interested in. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That's, yeah, totally. that's not the that's bit that we're, we're interested. In. And that you, you, it is right, but it's not. It's weird. I wonder what goes into the songwriting of that because, like what we mentioned before, you listen to Private Party is all hook. Yeah. You mean that mm-hmm. that riff couldn't be any more hook yeah. if it tried and the vocals follow it? So it's not as if they're. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's strange to put your finger on because you're like, it's like how I kind of felt, but it worked better when we were talking about uh, Callous Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We were talking about that. You get hit with just a bar of melody, and you're like. But like, if the whole track was this, these guys would be millionaires. And they're like, no, we're not interested in that. Off to the side. Um, But they seem to, because that's part of their gimmick in a Mm. lot of respects, it kind of works consistently throughout. Whereas I think on here, because they only do it maybe on one or two tracks, we get just that one thing and then they do it off. It's not the, it's not the way they approach music because you've heard the other side. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I just I just felt like they, they didn't really kind of utilize it enough for me on that track. Um, um, is it still today? Uh, it's kind of kind of the proggy kind of ballad type track yeah. in the album, and I can totally see why it's in there. Um, but it kind of got to the end, and I was like, the only thing that really stood out was the solo. Like the rest of the song just yeah. felt kind of flat to me. Um, certain tracks I felt were were weird placed as well. I know you mentioned the kind of the way the album was kind of structured. Yeah. Um, that uh, the back Ram- half is yeah, it's strange. odd like that. Um, Ramashi, which is like like an acoustic track. Um, I kind of I liked that it built up and it led into Unisex Unibrow, but I think they had it far too close to the end of the album because mm. right after Unisex Unibrow, you've got the closing track, Everything Stacks Less, which yeah. is again very acoustic, heavy, a lot quite mellow, um, and they just felt really kind of too close together for me. Um, my other kind of issue, um, and I'm, I'm going to sound like Kyle a wee bit here, but um, I, I didn't like the drum production on this album at oh, all. Oh, well, I um, thought we were getting away from this so, this week. I know, I know, but it just, it was one of those things that just kept standing out to me. Um, I felt like the drums were a little bit too plastic sounding. Um, mm. There's there's not a lot of warmth to that kit at all. Um, and the snare, the snare almost disappears in the mix at times. Um, it's fine. I was listening when you, when it's kind of grooving alongside one of those kind of big thick riffs, you can hear it. But then when they start to bring in more of the chaos and the synths and the electronics and vocals, there were certain kind of snare hits that are so low in the mix that mm. it kind of loses the impact and the groove. Um, <clears throat> on the on, on the other hand, though, that the guitar tone they have in this album could be the best they've ever had. It's um, incredible. It's just it all yeah. kind of girthy. I really liked it, and and the bass as well. Like thankfully, is really well placed in the mix as well. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, I 
I found this one kind of frustrating um, because I I wanted to love it. Um, I really I really liked the band, so I, I really hoped that it would you know I'd I'd like this more. Um, and I do like a good chunk of it, but unfortunately, it was a bit of a mixed bag for me. Mm. Um, some of it really worked, and others just other tracks just kind of passed by without kind of much impact for me. It was really weird. Um, I had really high hopes going in after hearing like a couple of the singles, but yeah, just just something kind of fell flat for me on this one, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, ratings. What would you what would you score this one? I'd give this a four point five. All right. Um, I'm really high on this. I don't have as many issues as you do, and like I say, I've, I've the repeat listens for me. The back half has become more endearing than it was in the first listen. Right. I still think there's mistakes in there. Like specifically, I still don't understand the placement of the cover song. I like to me, it's kind of thrown me a little bit. It's a great cover. Like, mm. I, it's, like I say, it's a track that's very well known. Yeah, the, um, the first time I heard it, I didn't even realise it was a cover song. All right. <laughs> didn't even realise at all. Like they, they add enough of their own personality to make it sound different. They, they degrungeify it. If yeah, you know they totally I mean. do. Yeah, because the original is a lot slower. Um, and there's a lot more fucking wheeling. Um, and this one, you know, it has it has their personality, which I think yeah. works for them. Um, so yeah, with, with repeat listens, that back half of the album has become more amenable. I still think musically this is... is it's just, I, I would say another level. It's difficult to describe when you say it like... It is musically a different level. Like, mm. like they're all exceptional players. Yeah. Um, and it, like when when it hits, it hits. It's just not as good mm. as that 2014 album. Which I mean, it's that's cool. Like that <laughs> one's fucking that. I'd give that album a five. Uh, mm. So this one's right behind. It's a four point right. five. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed. I know they're touring, but they're not coming to Scotland. Yeah. What the fuck's all that about? Uh, I'm kind of hoping that they do make their way up here. I think they would be insane live and I'm looking forward to catching them somewhere down the road yeah. 4.5 at 5 from me cool um oh man this is tough um I I, I enjoyed about half the album mm. um I think there are probably about 6 tracks that kind of hit the spot for me and then there are others that are just completely forgettable um as I said didn't didn't like the drum production um it's just a personal thing um but I do think that the playing on the album is of a very high standard. That can't be ignored. I just didn't feel like it all kind of came together. There were just too there were just too many parts of this album that I just kind of zoned out when I was listening to it. Um, oh, it's tough. Um, go with your gut. You're going to go three point five. I can read it in your face. Just was, say it, Dave. I was going a three actually. You're going a three. <laughs> yeah, I'd. See that this Ooh. is the difficulty I had there is I think Ooh. for me the album was a three, but I want to score it higher because Ooh. of the the playing on the album. Um, but no, I'm sticking with like, a three was my, my my gut score, so I'm I'm sorry, I apologise. But that's your own countryman as well. <laughs> that's you, the Italian now. Fucking, they're going to DC you, Chile. Right yeah, I'm going to be sleeping with the fishies after this review. <laughs> Uh, apologies. Um, yeah, Death Rage, uh, so much too much um, is out on the 16th of September on Century Media and Three Dot Recordings. Uh, links below to the Facebook uh, to their, their their links to pre-order and stuff. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, there's a few singles out already. The album will be out in a couple of weeks or about a week's time even. 
check it out let us know what you think stick some comments in below um that is the review thank you for checking it out we'll be back with another review very soon but until then take care speak to you soon bye everyone